What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? Not too much on my mind, um, but there was something that slipped my mind last Sunday that I wanted to bring up to you, and you're going to be like, okay, hardo, like, whatever, get over it. But I actually want to hear the thinking behind this. So you, the other day, were in the in the market for a, uh, as I like to call it, a Philly cheesesteak. In New York City, correct? No, I steak for sandwich, Philly cheesesteak, yeah, same shit. No, it's completely different. Why? In my opinion, a cheesesteak is a cheesesteak, and a steak sandwich is a okay. steak sandwich. So like, you just said the words that you no, didn't tell me the difference. Do you tell me the difference? You told me you want to know the difference. When I asked you what the difference is, I wanted to know the difference. I didn't want to know because how they the were words. spelled. A cheesesteak is. So you're saying a, che- a steak sandwich could have more than just cheese and steak. No, no, no. A, a steak sandwich is pieces of steak on a on a sandwich, and a cheese steak is shredded beef with cheese on a hoagie roll. But okay, it's very different. Okay. Thank you for saying hoagie. So that makes me happy at least. Yeah. But at some places in Philadelphia, well-renowned cheesesteak places, they serve not chopped steak but flat slices. Where does that fall into? But they're Long, like, flat but it's it's also completely different cuts of of steak. Uh, cheese steak is what like it's like it's not even steak. I guess it is. But what <laughs> what type of what type of beef is it? Fillet. Is it? No, it's not fucking fillet. <laughs> but that's what I mean. A steak sandwich is fillet, or it's a nice anyway, cut of. Steak. Not my point. My point is, you were looking for a steak sandwich, cheese steak, however you want to call it. Yeah. And. As a 25 turning 26 in a mere month from when this episode drops, you said, I'm looking for a good steak sandwich, solid steak. And you used the word yummy. Yeah, yeah. As a a 25-year-old man, you used the word yummy. And I was going to clown you on Twitter, but I didn't want you to be like, I didn't feel like getting like, condescending Jack response back. Like, why are you so in your feels about this? But I was just like, what kind of world do we live in now where a 25-year-old man can use the word yummy in a serious sentence and get away with it? So the int- – you know what's funny is it was the wrong word, but it is part of like – No, what it was definitely the right word, what you were looking no, for. No, I, a- I was looking for like a finer cheese, but I didn't want to – the fuck I- is yummy? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. But you, you understand why I questioned that. No, that, don't, don't blame today. This was days ago. <laughs> But like to even defend myself today, I'm I'm too. But you agree, now. like sus, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was weird. Uh, what's going on? What's going on to Owen? What's going on to my guy it. here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's going on, Drew Groove, Jackie Jack, who got the Blazers picking with the seventh pick? Uh, Tony Cooley is Howdy. in the chat. We got some peeps in here. Just want to say hello. Well, I think Zane is correct. Actually, that sounds right. Ribeye. Yes, 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 yes. That is correct. <laughs> it is. It is sliced ribeye. That's a fire That's name, good. Zane uh, Elliott. Yeah, not as good as my guy right here, but let's take um, a crack at it. Let's go. You go first. All right, I'm gonna go. Srijith Gamadam. I send me a voice note. Something tells me the first SG. Someone tells me the first three letters, which I've never heard of three letters in a word being silent. But something tells me that this guy, this man's name has three silent letters, and it's just Jith Gamatam. Oh, Gamatam's a great fucking guess. Gamatam. Yeah, D- DM me a uh, voice note on Instagram. Say, who was closer? Who was closer? No, 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 no. he's just going to say it, and we'll, we'll Oh, play. okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, appreciate that, Cameron. We are a legendary. Oh, wait, go back. <laughs> What he's got a he's got a ting. Cameron's ting. got a ting. All right, Cam. Right? And he's Big tall. Cam. He's got the glasses. Whoa, the whoa, whoa, he's got a ting, Abe. Settle down before he gets all yummy on you. All right. Anyways, <laughs> pause. We are here, uh, but before we get to the NBA draft preview, let's talk about like the actual real news that is quite shocking. So the NFL season or off-season, rather, was crazy. Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Remind me of all the crazy shit. Rodgers returned. Brady retires, comes back from retirement. It was nutty. 
So the NBA, which is the king of off-season drama. Hold my beer. Hold my damn beer. Kyrie Irving. Now, it was expected he was going to decline his player option because he thought there he was going to get the max, max extension or max contract from Brooklyn. Brooklyn seems only keen on a couple years with Kyrie, which is interesting. Like, if you're going to sign Kyrie, you might as well sign him. Right. Now, potentially, could be a leverage thing, could be being leaked from Kyrie's camp, unsure. But now there's a chance that Kyrie Irving could be leaving the Brooklyn Nets, could be by sign and trade, could be in free agency, could be in a multitude of ways. But the real banger was today that they actually spoke about the possibility of Kevin Durant. You know who he is. You know who Best I am. In the world. Kevin Durant. Don't you regret not coming to the Knicks, Kevin Durant? Holy <laughs> shit. The answer is still no. Holy shit, Abe. Like, I joked every year that the Nets came up short. But if what has gone down in Brooklyn went <laughs> down in Manhattan, like an actual part of New York, it it would be the biggest story in sports. And this is still a pretty big story. Is Kevin Durant playing for the Brooklyn Nets on game one next season, Abe? First off, you have to start it off with, is Kyrie playing on the Brooklyn Nets game one this season? No, they're, no. they're contingent upon each other. Yeah, but like, let's start with KD and shut down rumors. Or, or let's we, buy before we st- before we talk about KD, let's play a little game. And this this I think you'll like this one, Jack. Kyrie leaves, Knicks, Lakers, Pistons, Cavs. Who cares? Kevin Durant asks out for a trade. Kevin Durant and Kyrie win one playoff series in their ten years of Brooklyn Nets. Jack, I know they're in New York. Are the Brooklyn Nets a fake franchise? I, I think you have to. No. Jack, think no. about this. Th- why not? Think about this. I get they had the superstar talent, and that was enough to attract them there. But think about this. It was not the Nets franchise that attracted Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. It was not the head coach that attracted Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They kicked him out the second they got there. It was not the young culture pieces that Brooklyn had established that made KD and Kyrie go there. It was simply business, and they wanted to go somewhere where they could start something. And they went to Brooklyn, which fake place. Sorry, I was fake. there today. No, that's I, I, don't, I didn't Brooklyn. ask that. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's Jack. Okay. You go to a Brooklyn Nets. They were asking you to come to the playoff game. They don't have a real fan base. They don't. They don't. But Barclays is nice, and you can't be a no, fake stadium. Franchise. Is stadium a new factor? Yeah, I think so. I think so. You know, like, why do we talk bad about? I think the Little Caesars Arena has had some re- renovations, and we talk stop, about Detroit. Stop that! I I don't think they fall into a fa- poverty. Oh my god! Because they dumpster actually, fire poverty. Yeah, they actually built something nice and did what we suggest is trade in all those nice young assets for superstars, which they pulled off, and then, ma'am, one playoff series. It's a good segue into this, into the Kyrie conversation. Kyrie to the Lakers, Kyrie, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, people saying it's not going to work. And I'm like, well, look at the Nets. And they're like, yeah, look at the Nets. The Nets were one inch away from winning the NBA championship. If they go on. That's not fair. Really? That's because bullshit. if if Kawhi didn't make that shot, exactly. you found yourself champion. That's why it's bullshit. Right. Because you said I couldn't say that. They were one inch away from going to the conference finals. Who they play in the the Hawks? They, tough, tough, tough out. Tough, tough out. out. They're one inch away, and that was Harden on a bad hamstring, or maybe that was just James Harden at this point. <laughs> Who knows? And then they had no Kyrie Irving. So how are we even going to say that that team wasn't close to winning a championship? So if Kyrie goes to the Lakers, they will once again be my title favorites. I thought Russ was going to work out there, but let's first address the question. Is Kyrie Irving actually leaving the Nets or is this leverage, Abe? The answer, I think, is no to both of those things. I don't think, like, I saw a tweet today and it's so accurate. Like, Kyrie's leverage isn't the fact that he could ask out and they don't want to give him more years. Kyrie's leverage is, is if you don't give me what I want, you lose it all. You lose Kevin Durant, which Kevin Durant hasn't said anything that that's true or not, but that's all the leverage that they need. Like, when you sign two guys like Kyrie and KD, two guys who are like 
about their business, right? They know they both of them know who they are and know what they bring. They're not just like quiet figures that play and do their thing. You hand over the franchise. This is a player's league. They right away they showed that Kyrie and Katie run this franchise. They got Kenny Atkinson fired for no good reason. They brought in Steve Nash, who's been a dumpster fire. Kyrie even said at the end of this year, it's on me, Kevin, Sean Marks, whoever the owner is, to get this thing right. Nobody refuted that in the Nets front office. Nobody refuted that in the Nets ownership. It's their franchise. They can do what they want. So as much as it is really fun to play these hypotheticals with Kyrie, AD, LeBron, um, Trust me, I would love if they both left and Simmons finally got his own team. Like, what's Ben Simmons thinking about all of this? He's playing video games. Oh, he's probably actually, he's probably thrilled, honestly. He's just like, great. They both leave. No one will pay attention to us. I can do what I want. So I, I find it hard to believe. That's why I bring up the fake franchise question. Because when you're a fake franchise, there's a level of stupidity and ignorance that goes into the decision makers and the front office and everything. Like you, you made your bed with Kyrie and KD. You knew who Kyrie was in Boston. You knew what happened in Cleveland. And now you got to lay in it. You, you, you brought them to the franchise. Yeah. The shitty circumstances of Kyrie not playing all last year because of the New York vaccine mandate, which was a stupid mandate, but that's gone. It's like, give him what he wants. And I know you have Stephen A talking about year by year deals. That's not how it works. The players get what the players want. We see it time and time again. You're going to give Kyrie what you want. And if you don't, you'll just be nothing because you gave up everything to to get James Harden. You recouped a little bit back with Simmons, but you'll be nothing. You're not a destination. People, let me breathe before I say this. People would rather go to the Knicks if KD and Kyrie leave. People would rather sign with the New York Knicks. And when you're in, and it's, Brooklyn's not an attractive enough destination. They don't have anything. No one's signing there because of Ben Simmons. No one's signing there because Steve Nash is the coach. It's just turmoil after turmoil. And that's why I say, like, I do think Kyrie ends up getting exactly what he wants, three-year deal, four-year deal, because the circumstances are such. There's, there's a team in the NBA who will max contract Kyrie Irving. Duh. Like, that's the that's, same thing. That's the Sean Watson thing. just got $230 million. Like Kyrie that's Irving the same, will get That's him the after. same thing with James Harden. Like if you don't pay him, somebody else will. And Kyrie is still a superstar. He's yeah. a superstar. I, this is Drew Kaufman's comment right here. I Kyrie isn't, isn't an asset to a franchise as much as he was, which that could be fair as much. He comes with too many negatives to be a max contract player, which is how, hey, truthfully, this is how a lot of people feel. I'm buying the shit out of the Kyrie Irving dip. There isn't any more COVID ma- mandates, so remove all of that. He's he's actually pretty well rested. Four games ago, four games ago, he dropped 40 fucking points in an NBA playoff game. Like, he's still that guy. He's still a monster. And let him get a full – He's look, can he be the number one? No, we've seen that plenty of times. But can he be a star? Can he be a max? If he joins the Knicks, is he a superstar in my head? Absolutely. He's a superstar regardless. You think Kyrie Irving's a superstar? I do. You you have him in the superstar category. Uh, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I I just I'm buying a Kyrie Irving dip. I understand he's a headache. Everyone's a headache. James Harden's a headache. How ben much Simmons of a headache, a headache would Kyrie? How much of a headache though would Kyrie have been had he played not in a city with a mandate last year? He wouldn't have been. I mean, I think you're forgetting some of his other act, act, actions. What? Which look, they are. He's doing a lot of stuff for a good cause. But Abe, you remember he was like skipping practices for his birthday. He's a he's a fucking headache. There's no doubt about that. But there are so many. Go through the top 10 players in the league. I mean, yeah, he's the reason Harden left. LeBron James' social media presence and being the GM of the team and sucking at it. Headache. Kevin Durant. Twitter. His attitude. Headache. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is the most quiet player off the court, but has been a disaster off the court for the Spurs and for the Clippers. Headache. What What are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? You're calling every player in the NBA a headache? That That's my point. Like, all these superstars are a headache. Giannis, 
not a headache, truthfully. But like Chris Paul, a headache to like Russell Westbrook, a headache. All these players are a headache to the so team. Put it, so let's phrase it this way. If you're not the second best player in the world. No, I actually, fuck, I forgot that I said he was the best player in the world. If you're not the best player in the world, no, you're a headache. No, no, no. There, there's not headache. Joel, I don't think is, recently at least, hasn't been a headache. I, I, during his early years, maybe he was with the diet and not being able to be on the floor. Like, there's different levels of being a headache. But the, these guys are superstar basketball players. So let's do it. First team all headache. Let's go. First team all headache. Okay. Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is the starting point guard on that list. I would say like. <sighs> Braun's got to be on there. He's got to be on there because, because the leverage. But are we holds. talking just on the court headaches? It could be at however you want to. Yeah, because wherever he goes, team. he has a cuck hold on the franchise. Exactly. And that's, just, that's just annoying. It's a headache for the Lakers front office. This is my point is when Draymond. you say cut. With the podcast, it's become that, and with his inability, I was more so talk. I was talking about his inability to be a good basketball player, and then talk shit like he is, and it's like, like, mm. like truly, truly, one of the more special parts about this Warriors, and, and a lot of the Warriors front office and ownership talked about is like what Clay, Steph, and Dre have accomplished over and the Iggy, last ten and years, AI. And, and AI, and Iggy, not Azalea, just just on AI, Iggy. AI, yeah. What they've accomplished with virtually no drama, like the only drama, Abe, was when Kevin Durant came to fucking town. And so, like, that's what made them so special. But this is what happened. Kobe and Shaq, like, the biggest headache in the world, even though they were so successful together. So, you know, I don't think Kyrie Irving being a headache is what should deter. Like, I'd rather have Kyrie Irving than James Harden. Who would you rather have, Abe? Because because if Harden. you would, I mean, you're just like you're just saying that, but just riding with my guy. Yeah, but a year ago, like I probably go James Harden. Now I I go Kyrie Irving because it's not like his play had a had a significant drop off. Like here's James. the thing. Here's the thing. When it comes to headaches, when you get to a certain skill and level in the NBA, you could be the biggest fucking migraine in the entire world. That's my it point. Doesn't matter. That's the point and why Brooklyn, I think both of them stay and it's fine. Because at like, the end of the like, day, it's about winning championships. All right. Everyone, everyone in the chat right now, put your put your uh team in the chat. So like I'll start for the Knicks. Julius Randle was a headache this year. Would I rather have Kyrie Irving be a headache in the media or Julius Randle? Like you damn sure I'd rather have Kyrie Doc Irving. Rivers. Exactly. That's not. That's not really a headache. That's more of Hornets. A I mean, where do you start with the Hornets? Michael like, Jordan, <laughs> MJ. They already lost their coach, who didn't want to coach for them. Lamelo Ball smoking a blunt but before hey, they're playing. But hey, Montrez is arrested. But like, but Charlotte up and coming, up and coming city, up and coming. We love Charlotte on the pod. The Nuggets. I mean, Michael Porter Jr. is a headache. Jokic. Jokic with his pusher Morris, OKC. You guys Dame, don't have Dame any players. Gives, you just Dame have picks. Gives, so. Dame gives me a headache just because of. So it's funny. I was gonna name him to my first team, and I was like, he's just so annoying at this point that like he's a headache. But I would. He's I would, not to Portland because he actually has been fully supportive. Whatever. Yeah. Houston. Wish we had a headache still with Harden. There you go. Thank you, Jimmy. That proves the point. Like. You want the the reason these guys are headaches is because they're fucking good. If they you can suck, be, and it's a player's right, league. If you, if you suck, you can't make a lot of noise unless you're Draymond Green. Anyways, we still will move along. Like, Abe, like Aaron Rodgers can be a headache, but it doesn't matter. I'm glad I'm glad we're all aligned here. So so let's talk. Where do you think Kyrie Irving Brooklyn plays Brooklyn. game one? Brooklyn and Brooklyn. Him and Katie and Kai. Whoa. KD and Kyrie stay in Brooklyn because Jack genuinely, I don't think someone in a franchise can be that stupid. Like even if Kyrie leaves and Kevin Durant's like, nah, I'm the Knicks didn't offer KD the max allegedly. So don't say like, they can't be that stupid. Like, hello, we're right here. But, like, but if, mean. uh, like if, if Kyrie leaves and KD stays with Simmons and whoever you want to put around him, like, 
You're not competing for a championship. I mean, it's just not. What they get. Like it if, Ky- if Kyrie is adamant on he wants out no matter what, then I do trade Kevin Durant. I would I would pay a, a decent amount, not a ton, but a decent amount of money to see what a Russell Westbrook Ben Simmons backcourt lineup I, looks I, like. I, I thought about it. You would pay a decent amount. I would pay ten x that. <laughs> this like I just want the. I would get. Know, I would probably get Brooklyn season tickets. Like Nash's rotations where Durant's out and those two are sharing the court and, and they the extend, spacing and is they, like, and they really go full on fake franchise. They extend Nick Claxton and play all three at the same time. Yeah, they match his uh, like offer yeah, sheet at like for... eighty million dollars. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, where do you think? To, um, like, I, the the biggest thing in that case in that Kyrie's a headache is like I think there's a really good chance he ends up outside of Brooklyn but the report today was that he ends up in LA I had like not even from a hater standpoint and from a jealousy standpoint I just genuinely see a very difficult path to getting him I would say almost virtually impossible you have to have salary cap doesn't exist it, it doesn't exist, but all they have to do is pull off a sign and trade and it could be a three-way deal. They just have to move Russ. There's probably a team who takes on Russ, but there's definitely teams that take on Russ. You're in a city that would. <laughs> what you're telling me if the Knicks could get a first two a first round pick and take on Russ, you're not signing on the dotted line? No, no, I'm not. I'd ra- I'd rather I'd rather play our young kids and and let them run out then just get one more first truthfully whatever dude you're not any fun anymore well i was gonna say where do i think that kyrie irving will be suiting up (laughs) (laughs) there's just no way you know this is a kyrie irving Knicks jersey no it's not how sick would that be? Oh, I, I, might get, that. I, might, I might get one. Yo, what if you just started getting jerseys for every player the Knicks are rumored for? That would be a great fucking bit, wouldn't it? It would like, be expensive. If you, but... if you got a – make a brand deal out of it. If yeah. you just got Zion, Mitchell, all of like, these jerseys. No free ads, but shout out Amex because they do like if you buy a, a jersey and then your your guy gets traded during that season, they'll refund you. Um, so it could be it could be similar. Yeah, to dude, that. just get a get a Donovan Mitchell um, Knicks jersey, and when he doesn't sign with the Knicks or get traded to the Knicks, gets traded to the Hawks. He goes. He was supposed to get traded to the Knicks. He was rumored <laughs> to know, the Knicks. I don't. I don't think they let you. You know that. Have you seen that before? Like they were telling me if my last name was Williams, I couldn't customize a Jersey with the same number. Uh, That you might be able to here. Let's uh, let's go to this. They're going to tell me there's only one player in the world. And it's last name is Durant. One guy in the world. Uh, If that was the case, they might not let you do um, like his number. So you couldn't do like Irving 11, but Hey, let's, let's see. $270 $270 for a I little I told bit you. Of... And you, wait, go up for a sec. What website do you See, want? Fanatics? Uh, don't, don't shout out your guy. It's NBA store, but it's all owned uh, by This Fanatics. is why, yeah, that's why he sold his stock. Because... Let's see. Let's see. Look, it doesn't let you. We're unable to customize this item with the text you have entered. Try like Curry. Wait, try a different number. See, they just won't let you do the, yeah. So may... didn't he wear two? Yeah, so you would probably just pull off pull off the number two. I yeah. all right. Fuck. Am I gonna? You're, have you're to, gonna start doing this. No, am I gonna have to go to the NBA store tomorrow and get a Kyrie? I'm going. To, uh, this was an intro for the NBA draft. SeatGeek is sending us to the draft. You guys know the deal. Use code SeatGeek twenty dollars uh, $20 off your first order. Code Snapback. They're sending us to the draft in a suite tomorrow night. Taking the intro. I was gonna say. I went to the draft a long time ago as a kid. Pretty overrated experience. It's super over, especially now with Woj and Shams. They tweet out like three picks ahead when you're at the actual draft. But it's fun when it's in New York and the Knicks have a pick, which is rare. How many, how many unique words will Woj use to tip, not tip a pick? If you go back and look at last year's draft, it sound, I believe that 
he either didn't tip or he like fully tipped. Like he didn't sneak around it this year. We got to check in, Abe, real quick from from our guy Daniel. It is nine. Daniel DMs me every single day asking if I'm wearing pants. I respect the hustle. Speaking of which, bad news over here about pearly whites. I got to get my wisdom teeth out. Ooh. You ever have that done? I did. I did. Everyone you ask pretty much says, yeah, it blows. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the greatest. Are you a painkiller guy? I fucking will be. See, I I'm not. So I just I you went all that you rolled you rolled no like rip rip Advil you know and that's like three what's what's your rationale? I don't want to drugs bad. Doctor prescribed. Yeah, I've just I've just never done the the painkillers, so I didn't do them. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna milk that shit. Zane said, "Is this jersey from Jersey R? This is a signed Kemba Walker jersey." Give me some credit. I mean, or don't because it's signed Kemba Walker jersey. Uh, so, yeah, SeatGeek sending us to the draft. I would consider going up and getting a custom Kyrie jersey tomorrow during the day. Like, keep the re- There's definitely returns. Just wear it with the tag custom. on. Not for custom. Why? Do I go Kyrie or Ivy? Kyrie's way funnier. Is it? Kyrie's way funnier. Yeah, but if they got if they trade up for Ivy, then it's like holy shit, he's the first person with the Jaden Ivy jersey. Give a shit, and no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ky- Kyrie, congrats, dude! You made it on congrats. You made it on Darren Rovell's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, NBA draft uh, third. Yeah, hey, when when are you getting your wisdoms out? Uh, I have a consultation next week. We'll report back. All right, so it'll be a minute. Um, NBA draft. Here we go. I'm excited for it. I'm we, not. you know that that's that's where like that's just lions and sheep. Yeah. As a lion who's just a perennial second round participant, <laughs> the draft doesn't mean much. We're in the twenties. If if you haven't gotten a call for the twenty third and Matisse Thibel, your phone's dead. Um, Yo, that was savage. Tweet I've never I've that. never like heard Woj say phrase something like that. Legion hoops, that's my guy. So I'm not gonna hate, but. I, they like to frame it in a no. Apparently, he way. said that is on that what ESPN on the air. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. If you're Matisse Thibel, like, what are you? You know, you see that you're like, damn, it's like that. I'll bet wherever Matisse goes, he ends up becoming a good shooter. Is it? Does that happen for the Sixers? No, but it will. Okay, just like Simmons will. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, all right, let's let's do our top five mocks. The Magic have the number one pick in the NBA draft. Jabari Smith from Auburn, six nine forward, can shoot the three and slurp the D, stroke the D, play good D. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, Jesus is Christ. is the favorite to go number one? Who do you got number one in the draft, dude? I'm gonna go Jabari Smith because I think he's not gonna be good, and fake franchises don't take good players when they're in optimal situations. I think it's For as sure. simple as that. Well, well, you bring that up, and I want to actually bring up a tweet. I don't know now that we can do it. Is this going to be a Markel Fultz tweet? No, no. I mean, did he go number one overall? Yes. Well, technically, no. Okay. Um, no, I just want to pull this up because the Sixers had third pick, and this is them. crazy. Let's just start at 2013, just for the sake of context. <laughs> so you were going to bring up something similar. Well, that's what I said, but. Since 2013, here are the first-round picks if you're just listening. Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins, NBA champion, Cat, Ben Simmons, Fultz, Aiton, Zion, Ant, Cade Cunningham. I think, like, recency bias, right? Like, Zion, Ant, Cade, those seem really, really strong. But I'm sure straight out of, you know, their first year, like, Wiggins, Cat, Ben seemed very strong. So give it some time. Is getting the first pick overrated? No. No. But the, the, the reason it's not overrated is because people take bad picks. Why are those bad? Why are those teams in position to make those picks? Right. Because they're bad. Because they're usually yeah. have an f- awful front office or they're or they're intentionally trying to get there. There's like it's one or the other. You're either poverty and a fake franchise. Or you went out of your way to try and get that pick, which if you look in this list, 
There's one team that just outright admitted we are going to try and get the first pick. And there's a bunch of other fake franchises in there. So eh, I think saying that the number one pick is overrated is a little trying to do too much. Just okay. To be I, good at, it just, just be good at your job. Stanley. Yeah, when, when I, when I saw the list, I was just a little shocked. Like, and I'm curious if you compared NFL number one picks, like I, it feels like they're surefire things, maybe even more so in the NBA, but clearly not. I think I, I would say that the NFL is more of a surefire pick when it's not quarterbacks. Right. Because the NFL is way easier to look at somebody and say, he probably wasn't born on planet earth. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then like the development, they're being drafted super young too, as opposed to the NFL, you got to play for a couple of years, be 20 plus years old, et cetera. Also the NBA is a league where it's a diva league. Like the NFL is becoming that kind of, but the NBA is full on a reality TV show where it's like, it's so easy to just, get ousted by the media more so than it is the NFL. Literally Zion. Like, I, I think people are sleeping on Zion. He Which looks is crazy good. because, like, no one actually admits that he's not really, really fucking good. Right. But it's it's yeah. all it's all about his weight and his injury and this, that. Yeah. Well, he was, newsflash, he was that fat averaging 27 <laughs> points a game on 60% shooting from the field. He just looks like slim that. thick now. And Lowry won a ring in slim thick mode. So who knows? So you're going Jabari number one. I want to share my information. I've shared it with you, but I want to share it with the fam. We sourcing? I'm sourcing. Yeah, sourcing from Woj. We need, we, we need a bounce back. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to post it because That's it what wasn't I mean. sent to me. Um, the Magic aren't sold on Jabari Smith being the, like, Con- conclusive number one pick. They actually are interested in Chet and they're interested in Bancaro. Smoke. But Ban- but Bancaro and Chet. Is it, it Caro or Chero? I think it's Bancaro. I think it's I think it is. Bancaro. I think it's Caro. Hmm. Anyone know? Put it in the chat. Um but those two players are refusing to work out or play for the magic. So, which is hilarious and proves. Our, I, I, our I don't think you should have to. Like, who cares if the one and two picks went in a year where the draft is notably not as strong, supposedly. And two, there's not a consensus number one pick. It's like, why would I ruin my, I would think there's a benefit to sitting out and just letting it play out with the talk of you being good and the highlight tape than rather going in and risking ruining something like it's like you're going to it's like you're going to orlando or you're going to okc like either way you're not in a good situation and i do think that a lot of and i saw a tweet about this and i think it was from our boy uh cones so many of these guys these guys now are so young that like when they were starting to fall in love with the nba 10 years old whatever it was kd russ and harden were on okc in the finals three of the most exciting players at the time like these kids grew up as okc fans and like we're kevin durant fans and russell westbrook and james harden oh, fans. get the fuck i love cone but get the fuck out of no i actually one... saw no i saw tweets no. like people grew up okc fans drug test then why the fuck would cones be an okc fan it's the same reason that's, that's all point. okc fan base is it's people that like that those guys at the time It's kind of a nice spin. If you're a Thunder nah, fan, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Don't give him that agenda, though. So I, so the final piece is that the Magic are now in a situation where they have to decide on taking Jabari Smith, who will be glad to go play in Orlando, Florida, or going risky and taking Chet or Bancaro, confirmed Bancaro, and potentially upsetting those players. And before they even step foot, at Disney World, them being upset, and we already know how this works in the NBA. Like Zion almost got traded because he was upset with the management. Like you can't piss off these young guys anymore. So I'm curious. So with that being said, I'm gonna go number one overall, Jabari Smith. I think the Magic play it safe. And once again, it's not like playing it safe with an awful option. Like this kid is revered as one of the top three players in the draft. My top, like, if I have number one pick, I'm taking Chet for one reason, one reason only. Like, you got to swing for the. I, Paolo will be the best NBA pro, especially on day one. But, like, you got to swing for the fences here. You're the Orlando Magic. Like, think about Giannis 
and how he changed the Milwaukee franchise and somehow they convinced him to stay. Paolo might be a star, but is he does he have the chance to be like Giannis level? Like you could argue Chet has he has the potential, not that he will actually come to fruition. So Spoken I would go of. Chet. This is why you're employed by a fantasy slash gaming company and not an NBA GM. You just love gambling. That's it. You have to gamble at that level. <laughs> you just, <though>. Jack, <laughs> that's because you're going to be gambling for the rest of your life. So you're using this as a justification. I think I mean, the real co- comedic part about this. variance. You need variance. And Palo isn't variance. Chet is variance. Chet could be Kevin Durant. Chet could be Giannis. No, Chet could be fucking, uh, uh, fucking suck. He could just suck. But. But you need that you need the max upside play. So yeah, maybe I'm a little gambler, but hey, I think it makes sense. I think the, the real funny part about this is you saying that your sources told you that the magic aren't haven't decided yet. Which when was the lottery? Lottery was a month ago. Uh, yeah. Which does that tell you that the magic are just bad at what they do? Which there's reason Obviously. to believe that. Or is it really not There's no that smoke g- screen that no I'm saying are people just like in the sports world as in GMs and shit? Are they just like us and just procrastinate shit? Like <laughs> you think they are last week where it's like, Oh fuck the drafts this week. Is it, would you say it's your, it's one of those, like it's one of those, listen, or... it's, one, it's one of those. We can do whatever we want. We have the number one overall pick. Why we got to worry about it right now. You know, that's fair. Okay. So procrastination or, inability to make decisions like my girlfriend she can't make a decision for shit so like if you had a decision this large on your plate you might procrastinate for a little because that's what people who can't make decisions do and then when it came down to it it's like all right let's get palo in here to work out like maybe he'll shock us and we we can take him because you just aren't convinced who you should take so which do you think it is procrastination or inability to make decisions procrastination because why are why are gms any different from me you know, I can go. I just think I get so pissed when people say uh, smoke screen. You're the number one pick. Who the fuck? NFL, NFL, out? NFL. Oh, number one pick. Well, they could be using like leverage to trade it for someone to trade up. Like no one's Jack, no one's Jack, Jack. The, the Celtics did it to the Sixers. Exactly that. They knew that- who, they knew who their guy was no matter what. They knew who was going to one. And they took advantage of it. Now, granted, Boston got that pick on a technicality. They weren't actually a poverty franchise like the Magic. They had it via the Nets, and Boston was a good team at that time. They had Kyrie. Um, I think Jalen Brown was there before Tatum, right? Yeah. And, uh, like, they took advantage of the Sixers. And, like, the Magic can just, like, it can be a smokescreen because they know who they're getting no matter what. But there's and not they, even a convert. No one's trying to trade up. No one wants the number one pick. That you that, know of. That you know of, and maybe they're attempt is failing but to say that they can't use it as a smoke screen to try and have conversations with these teams i i lived it i can I, promise I, you this. i lived it i can promise you this saying we're taking jabari smith at one that ain't faking anyone out because no one wants him at one at least from what i understand. yeah full right. full full transparency here like i said my team picks in the 20s unfortunately just the 20s low 20s every single year I don't really know much about these guys. I'm going to use my best to break it down. All I know is that Paolo is going to be the best player in this draft. Frankly, it's not even close. And I think Jabari Smith will be a bust just because who the fuck's Jabari Smith? Power forward from Auburn? Come on. All right, second pick. Charles Barkley, I know, but. Second pick to the Thunder. Who are you going with? I'm going to go Chet. I'm going to go Chet. No reason. I I, I I think Presti's smart. And I do think Paolo is the best player, but if you want to swing for the fences, sure. Okay. And then three, I, three I'll go Paolo. Yeah. I've heard uh, four should be Ivy, and I heard that Keegan Murray at five uh, seems pretty locked in with the Blazers straight today. Um, Can you not break, actually? I'm going to ask a few questions. Are you well informed on these guys, you think, by now, as, as someone who has to pay attention and was – well, we're picking outside the top 10 so the only player inside <laughs> feels, the top does it feel 10. good to say that <laughs> yeah so like i the only players that i'm familiar with are like ivy because there's been rumors we would trade up for him and then matherin who i want us to pick who now seems out of our range unless we were to trade up so that's but the top five i'm pretty familiar with what what are your questions 
who the fuck is Dyson Daniels from the G know. League? Yeah, I don't. He's, I actually don't he's track. Seven. That. He's seven on ESPN Big Board. I don't know. What do you think about what was his name? Jaden Hardy from the G League. Do you know anything about him? No. Do you know anything about EJ Liddell from Ohio State? I do. He's Talk like a. He's like a slim, thick, sick. He's an undersized. Give me a, give me a comp. Give me a comp. Like I say, skinnier, this we're like skinnier, skinnier PJ Tucker with less grip, but a prettier jumper. Fire! So we don't need to sign him for three for thirty. <laughs> cool. Other than uh, that, I see, I see another Drew Kaufman comment. Ivy isn't good. I saw him part in the tournament. He's a big Camp Thomas. First of all, Camp Thomas is. Not a bad player. I I think Ivy just like reminds me. Cam Thomas is about to have a franchise to himself. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ivy reminds me a lot of Ja. Like not great shooters, but electric players. And I watched him in the tournament. He, I thought he played pretty well, actually. Um, he he's a little. He's not as aggressive as I'd like him to be, but I think he's got the the potential. Let me ask you a question. You go to sleep tonight. You have a wet dream of your perfect. Nick's draft for tomorrow night. What occurs? So Kyrie cannot be named. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is like how much trading can be done? I don't even know because a lot of the you you can't acquire an an all star. Like no Mitchell, no Dame, none of that. Mm -mm. Okay, perfect. Okay, perfect storm number one is we trade up to four for Ivy. And we don't give up one of RJ wouldn't be, but OB or quickly. So some form of I'd rather trade three first than give those guys up. And I'd rather trade like Jesus Christ. I'd rather trade like Randall or Fournier or Bert. Like the I okay. So ideal trade is we get the number four pick, we take Jay and Ivy, and we trade two first, Grimes, Nerlens, and Burks, which has kind of been rumored. They want quickly. But, like, I think I would like to set the bar. Okay, so that's one. Number two is I'm, like, fully in on Malcolm Brogdon. Apparently, they can't pawn him off. I saw uh, I saw Nick's Twitter was, like, if you're a Knicks fan and you're in on Malcolm Brogdon, you need to be arrested or something like that. Like, for the – like, is Malcolm why would, Brogdon – Why would you want Malcolm Brogdon? I, I'm kind of with the Knicks fans for Malcolm Brogdon the Knicks. If you're so bullish on Emmanuel quickly – Quick can play the two. Quick can play the two. He'd be undersized. But that's the thing. I'm okay with bringing in a point guard and quickly playing the two or even being a six man for a little bit longer if we're bringing in a true starting point guard. I'm not okay. Russell Westbrook is a true starting point guard. That's what I'm not okay with because that ruins your team. So second scenario. Sells sells tickets. Second scenario is Matherin falls to us at 11, take him. Third scenario, we got to trade up to seven. So we trade 11 and a second and, and Nerlens okay. and we now get most, most realistic option that makes you want to punch yourself in the nuts. Oof. If we sit at 11 and draft AJ Griffin, I'm pretty much out for 24 hours. On Let's the go next. with AJ Griffin. <laughs> Duke. He's Duke guy. He's, he just, I, I RJ, watched... you got to think it helps to get Zion. That's true. So it does bet seem you, like Cam Reddish is, is not going to be a Nick this season, which is sad. Sorry but to hear. future also, um, which I'm kind of shocked by. Like he played okay in his limited minutes, and why not run him out there? Like whatever. So that's my perfect scenario for the Knicks on draft night. Ivy. It would be a lot to give up. The real new perfect scenario is like, how do we get OG Ananobi? I mean, I will take him 10 days a week. And apparently it's like going to take the seventh overall pick. Like, is OG Ananobi not better than the seventh overall pick? I think so. I mean, it's what do you, you want to bet on a guy that's proven or potential? Proven. I don't bet. I go with the safe thing. There you go. But at the same time, would you rather pay a rookie or would you rather pay a OG Ananobi demanding a new contract. Oh, I don't, I think he's, he has his contract. Of course, in a year or two, he'll ask for a new one, but for now he's got, here's a spin zone you can do if you're the Knicks this summer. I saw this on Twitter or if you're any franchise for that matter, and you make a bad move, which that gets ridiculed. Max contracts don't mean as much this year. 
because apparently there's a new TV deal coming and it's going to raise the cap a shit ton. So if your team maxes out, a, I don't know, Tobias Harris, don't hang your head. Do they super max him? No, no, he's not eligible for a super max. He would have to make first team all NBA or something <laughs> for that. Or win the MVP. Sorry, sorry. My mistake. I mean, all right. Give us, give us your bold prediction from this year's NBA draft. If you can call this bold, but I think after tomorrow night, Rudy Gobert will not be on the Utah Jazz. Just feel it in my plums. Ooh. Okay. All right. I've seen I a like lot it. of Chicago. Okay. Which, if, oof, if you go from being that cute to thinking you're a Gobert away, like you just at like the cutest team. It will get league, ugly like, on here. No, it'll get a, it'll get fucking adorable. Is what it'll get. If the cutest team in the league last year, which I think it was, like the Jazz always like are on the board with the Nuggets, but like MVP of the cute the cute league this year was probably the Bulls. If they add like the the founder, the fa- the the James Naismith of cuteness and Rudy Gobert. I might, you know what? Bulls fans should stop listening to this podcast. Yeah. That's my that's my bold prediction. Rudy Gobert, I don't know if it's the Bulls. I don't know if it's somewhere else. I don't know if it's Atlanta. That would be fun too. Okay. But Rudy Gobert will not be on the Jazz tomorrow night. All right, and there will my... be some type of petty Donovan Mitchell tweet. I'll parlay that for a flyer. Okay. My bold prediction for the 2022 NBA draft is that Chet Holmgren no matter where he gets picked, but I, I'm feeling Oklahoma City, will change their franchise and be one of the biggest difference makers over for the better, past five better, drafts. For better or for, for worse. For better. And will make the Thunder not only relevant, but a team that can contend at some point in the future. And I'm not just saying at some point within the next five seasons. Do you think Chet's the best player in this draft? Or I don't. I that's don't. Your, that would be your favorite bet. My bold prediction is that I think Chet has franchise-changing capabilities. So you, think, so you think superstar. But I think also with OKC, like I could see Shea plus Chet, plus they draft a bunch of guys. I like Giddy a lot. I like Dort if he still hangs around there. And they could be in the play in this season with all their guys finally playing. They could package a shit ton of picks and trade for a star. No one's going to sign that doesn't there. work out, the star will leave. That's fine. But I think that Chet is going to change the franchise that drafts him. And I think that'll be Oklahoma City. So if you're a Thunder fan, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, he also have 50 other Chets to take in the next five years. Exactly. All right. Biggest bust, Dave. Who are you going Jabari with? Smith. Okay. Talking Anthony Bennett vibes. Oof. Which I made a comment about Auburn power forward. Then I realized Charles Barkley's an Auburn. Yeah, player. I didn't want to say anything. I was just going to let you roll with it. Av scored. Let's go. Um, I'm going to go with AJ Griffin. I really don't see it. Uh, I'm going to just... go with, okay. no, I'm going to go with a lot of those Duke guys. I didn't, I mean, I think Bancaro was the truth. And then the rest of them, I was shocked when people told me they were like lottery picks. I thought that he was playing with a bunch of scrubs. I'll tell you the two kids that I'm uh, most bullish on that. I just realized Shaden Sharp and Ty Ty Washington Jr. Oh yeah. Great names. Kentucky kids. Kentucky Honestly, go- Think about it. Yeah. Think Perfect about, for the next. Think about the NBA right now. <laughs> Kentucky guards just work. Yeah, they could. It just works quickly. Maxi, Jamal Murray, Devin Booker, John Wall, Tyler Hero. There's there's more I'm not thinking about. But Eric. No, that's, a, that's an extensive list for right? Right. Um, all right. So we talked about OG already, but Jeremy Grant did get traded today for what was effectively a first round pick, then broken into two seconds. I'm not really sure what happened, but it wasn't a lot. I think it was the 26th overall pick or 20 something. I don't know. Okay. 29th. Would you have, so you guys are floating like 23 and Matisse. Would you have traded that for Jeremy Grant? No, I just don't think Jeremy Grant's what we really need. But at the same time, I use it as, if a player like Christian Wood got traded pretty much solely for the number 23 and a player like Jeremy Grant got traded solely for the 26, it's not hard to find a good player out there for cheap. Like the market is, is nice. Crazy. Right now. Like I'm not so saying I would have done it for those specific players, 
But I think like I didn't think 23 and Matisse could get me really that much. Obviously, Matisse's value went down since the playoffs last year. Um, but he still has a lot of potential and you can get him for cheap. But if if those two picks can get those caliber players, then I think 23 and Matisse can do something similar. It's just I don't know at this point who's out there that warrants that type of level. Yeah, it would have been interesting. Like it's not like an Eric Gordon type deal. Right. That that feels like a second, maybe. You could have I I would have been. But the rumors are now that 23 and Tease is just gonna be trying to clear salary just to sign PJ Tucker, which would be rather povish very povish i'm all in i'm all in on pj tucker and i'm fine with three for 30 but if you're trading matisse and and 23 just to do so that's where i draw the line down how's that even clear salary matisse isn't on a contract matisse is he's on his option i believe and then it's the salary i mean it's just an effort to create more for pj and then you can use your mid-level exception or something like that i was gonna say I would have found it interesting if they got Jeremy for whatever, let's call it 23 and then tried to get rid of Tobias and kind of, cause I think Jeremy Grant kind of fulfills a lot. That's of the thing Tobias. about being a Sixer fan. Like I can make a joke. I don't give a fuck about the draft. Daryl's a crazy motherfucker. Like I still got to pay attention. Daryl mm-hmm. had crazy moves in all of the last drafts. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would have loved Jeremy Grant on the Knicks. I think he's a he's a solid player, and the chip because score on a bad team. I guess he wasn't really with Kate this year. Yeah, he. I mean, he didn't play a ton. I think he was hurt, but I think he's just like a solid three and D. He's a wing. He's a long wing, and he can be. He can be. He can be Andrew Wiggins on a championship team. Exactly. That is exactly right. And so. How many players drafted 23 or later are going to be that good? How many teams have Steph, Clay, Draymond? No, not a lot, but it's a good play. That's why I thought for a championship team, which is why you guys didn't trade for him. So OG Ananobi, similar player, but is now going to get possibly a top 10 pick. Portland is offered number seven for OG. If you're the Raptors, Avery, are you accepting that deal? No. Uh, a guy like OG, who's I, I'm bullish on as is, and it's proven already in this league. Like, unless you're going full, like you paid Van Fleet, you, you paid Pascal, like your hands are tied. And it's like, where does the seven lead you? Does it lead you to change trading that in the future for more picks and just delaying the inevitable until Pascal or Van Fleet leave? But like, uh, it depends what direction the Raptors franchise wants to go in. And I don't think that's a deal that like Masai does yeah i give Masai the benefit of the doubt i like og i think he's a good player and could be the third could he be the third piece on a championship squad like it could be a win no but that was that's three right now right now he can as they as he is right now he can like i'm saying okay if they said this past season if it was katie Kyrie, and og as like their core three yeah that's enough right yeah yeah he's getting picked up by katie and Kyrie. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Brad Beal allegedly declined his option, which I don't think was expected. Then he tweeted out saying, wait, what happened? Yeah. Brooks is he Kep- actually Brooks Kepka tweeted out eyeballs a few weeks ago and he lied about the live. But wouldn't he wouldn't he sign the Supermax and then request a trade? Isn't that the idea with Brad Beal? Oh, uh, you're talking like Simmons? Like, no, Brad Beal is not going to be one to be like Simmons and, and do that shit. And then that's so you why... actually think you could test free agency. Yeah, why not? Or he picks up his like option and plays one year and then does it next year. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that I don't think Brad Beal is trying to cuck the Wizards, if that's what you're asking me. Not cuck, just like he does. He finally gives up on Washington, but he still wants his maximum amount of money It's like. No, and a sign and trade isn't isn't a cucking, in my opinion. Oh, if that's what you're saying, sign and trade, then sure. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's helping I, out the Wizards. That's what I mean. That's why I just don't understand what happened, and no one really talked about. It. Like, is can we just determine if Brad Beal is a free agent? Because I would really like him on the Knicks, and a lot of other teams would. And no one's like, oh yeah, he might go here. Or he's gonna stay. Like, no one talked about. It. So I was just curious what you had heard. I heard. I heard he declined or he is testing for agency. And then I heard he tweeted, wait, huh? 
And I don't trust players on Twitter. Yeah, you just don't trust anybody on Twitter. Unless you see true. them unless they fire have golf check. swing. Fast. Unless they have blue checks. Yes. Um, okay. The moment you guys have all been waiting for on this podcast. Ba, 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 ba. DeAndre Ayton. Bag alert. Major, Major bag, bag alert. alert. Uh, so this is the text I shared. Detroit! Uh, Stand Dan, up. Dan Greenberg, he's a he's a big Celtics fan. He tweeted, I kind of like the idea of Cade, the number five pick, Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart, and DeAndre Ayton, if they he, can pull he, it he, off. Here's the thing. It's all relative. Like, we can't take I kind of like the idea of he thinks they're going to be a four seed. Like, when you're the Pistons... I kind of like the idea could be talking yourself into an eight seed, which it's not hard to be an eight seed in the East. No, but Abe, if you tweeted, if you tweeted Cunningham, Keegan Murray, Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart, Aiton, like in sequential order, how I do about all the, the, you know, the theorized Knicks lineups, like that doesn't get anyone <laughs> excited. Like there's no way you look at that tweet and you're like, Oh shit, like that would be fun. Or oh shit, like Detroit has a future. Or oh shit. That you'd just be like, did you just vomit? Run me through that, run me through that lineup again. Cade Cunningham, Keegan Murray, Sadiq Bay, Beef Stew, and DeAndre Aiden. Like I'm I'm throwing up at the thought of that. The point is that I mean I'm gonna tweet it. I'm gonna tweet it and see what happens. What do you tweet? I'm gonna say Cade Cunningham. You're literally Murray. tweeting his exact thing. Sadiq Bay. Uh, are, are you quote uh, tweeting it? No, no, no. I'm tweeting it by myself. DeAndre Aiden. And maybe like a bunch of fire emojis under it. And let's just see. Oh, like you're, what, you're, you're trolling. Yeah, like what people think about this. Because that is the point dis- is The point is, Jack and I said it months ago. And Detroit just cleared up. I think they now have $40 million dollars. In cap space, this is what fake franchises do. This is what they do. They go get the the max center who can't stretch the floor, which he stretched it a little bit, but this is what they do. Like it's time that and I'm I'm proud of the Suns for doing this, but just because he, a guy's a number one overall pick doesn't mean you need to max him. And I'm yeah, proud maybe, of the Suns for this. Proud. It's like yeah. it's I'm proud of the Suns for this. Like You'll get trolled for it, sure, and you'll have to eat it. But just admitting you were wrong on DeAndre Ayton and just not re-signing him? No, well, you know what's funny? I don't necessarily want to say they were wrong. He's not a bad player. Of course, They went to Luka's, the finals and he was in yeah, they, part of it. Yeah. And but you're drafting all the number one overall pick. All they're saying is, like, he's good, but we can't max him because it's going to cost the team. And uh, think about that. If you're Detroit, right? Like, if if the team who went to the finals with him, who drafted him number one overall, and has seen his progression, is literally saying like, "Yeah, he's good, but like not good enough for us." Why do you want to be the one that's like, "Hey, hey, DeAndre, like come, come to us. You can be our savior." Like, no. So, yeah, it'll be a special night on this podcast. Whoever does give DeAndre in that max contract, what if it's the Bulls? That's I could no, I could talk myself into that. Them not being from, cute. No, no, no. It, no, ma- it makes them what, more cute. It makes them more cute. Yeah, but like from a, they're already paying Vucevic a lot at that position. That I don't mind it being Aiton instead, who's a better player and defender. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Instead, with Detroit, they're trying. That's to That's like, like doubling. That's up. like doubling. All right, but that's essentially doubling down on Nikola Vucevic. No, it's not doubling down. It's like a sunk cost theory where they're just like, all right, we'll put a little more into the center position who's not going to make us a contender as opposed to Detroit who's like, all right, we've cleared the books. We've made all these good moves. Now let's make our move. Here's the move. Chips are in. It's DeAndre fucking Aiden. That's the difference in my opinion. Eagleson. Give me Gobert of the Bulls. Eagleson, uh, I saw the Lightning just scored. What the fuck is that about? Oh, did they? 
I saw yeah. it was tied, but also before yeah. we go into any hockey, like you guys are the basketball people here. Can you explain to me why the Raptors would trade OG? I just told you like, they wouldn't. Like I, the, I it doesn't seem the like reasoning. It, it feels like they're like stuck. Like they just how do they get to the next level after the Van mm -hmm. Fleet and the Siakam contract? And yeah. so instead of falling into a situation with Jeremy Grant where you eventually trade him to the 23rd pick. You can do like this middle rebuild. So you'll still have Fred. You'll still have Siakam. Yeah. But you're going to get a young player in for OG. And you know OG's like kind of cap at this point. So that's he's still that's a good. Like, I really like him. He's still a good player. I feel like he's a good player, know. but he's not a great. He's not a superstar. And right. so when you're in that that trench period where you're not contending, it's, it's like all about the, like OG's. It's, it's depreciating asset, essentially. Nah, okay. It's all about OG's that weird type of player where it's like you don't know how much he really deserves. He could deserve a lot or he could deserve not that much. And the Raptors are left what betting on whether they should take that risk or just start over with a fresh start guy over. and hope he's better than OG. Right. But I don't think I would bet on OG. It's I, the Raptors are just in like kind of a, but they would have to do something else, right? Like that team's not contending for anything. The Raptors this are kind of either. The yeah. Raptors are in pur purgatory right now. No one's signing there. Like, they did take a six. True. Should it be? Eagles. All right. Eagleson, do you have a minute prepared? I do have a minute prepared. All right. Do you Let's have a nickname for Connor McDavid? Used oh, I think you're going to like it this time. I nice. think you're really going to like it this time. All right. Here we go. Puff drops in three, two, one. All right. So I'll start off by congratulating the GLOAT, Austin Matthews, on winning his first heart trophy. And better luck next year to the runner-up, Mick, two girls, no cup. Matthews also took the Ted Lindsay and Rocket Richard, which I predicted at the beginning of the year. Um, other award winners were Jack's favorite player, apparently Igor Shosturkin, winning the Vesna Award for the top goaltender in the league. Um, Arit Sider won Rookie of the Year over Michael Bunting, which is honestly probably fair, but as a Leafs fan, I don't like it that much. Um, Kale McCarr won the Norris for Best Defenseman. Um, also, in terms of the actual series going on right now, Tampa obviously dominated Colorado every second Um except for the first bit of the first period of game three, six, two was the final score. They're up in game four right now at the time that we're recording this, but Leafs legend Nazem Kadri is back for the abs. You know, he's one of those guys that can make a huge difference in the playoff series. Cause he's, you know, obviously great offensively, but gets in there into the corners. Um, you guys know where my money is. I think if Tampa wins tonight, it's essentially over no matter how good Colorado might look with guys like point out and Kucherov battle. That's a wild statement that it's two two. Abe, you heard, I said, you heard I, did I say Bolton six? I did. Huh? I you did, Bolton. but remember that we had the source on Kadri coming back. Maybe a, a missed opportunity to just regain a little bit of credibility. Oh, he's coming back. I didn't really pay attention. That's what, yeah, that's what Eagleson just said. Cool. How can you even handicap this series? It's like tight game, blowout, blowout. Yeah. I, that's why I'm saying Eagles since like it's it's over Tampa's no, going to I mean yeah two, I'm two. betting Tampa I'm, feels inevitable if they win this game. It's like it's like the Warriors tied it up 2-2 even though they're going back on they're going to play on the road it's like they've been here. These are the back-to-back -back champs. Exactly. Uh, that's exactly how I feel about Tampa. See? I know I know puck. Big hockey guy. Um Mick, Did you Mick, like that? Two, Mick, Mick, two, two girls, girls, no cup, cup is, is <laughs> yeah, one of your bad. There's that, a, let's be clear. You didn't come up with that. No. Okay. Did not. That's just, like, but you came up with Mick one way. Yes, I did come up with that. I liked that one. That one was good. It's true. It like, all of these are factual. None of these are like bullshit. So you don't think he wears a cup when he plays? Do hockey players wear cups? Wait. Did you miss this? I, no, I get the reference, but I'm asking okay. if they, I'm asking if yes, they actually do. do wear cups. Yes. We'll we'll wrap up the kind pod of, kind of with kind of pussies like hockey players think they're all no, bad and they wear cups. Could you imagine catching a slap shot? I know. I, I, I couldn't imagine slapping to the slapper. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I couldn't good. imagine just pulling my teeth out and then just running on the ice. But like, Oof. that's what oh, hockey players. Skate. Hockey you players skate. are insane. Yeah. That's what uh, hockey players do. And it's like, oh, they they're crazy. They're, they're not all that in a bag of chips. They're human. Let's, let's wrap with the responses to this incredible lineup. We've got a, oh, you're board board from the intern, uh, which is accurate. Aiden is a hawk, sir. Uh, this is... Uh, Baby Hakeem isn't trolling, which is what makes the tweet incredible and proves He's comparing the point. poverty. 
Yes, his tweet. He's for flexing those poverty on poverty. He's Kevin saying I'm a taller Jr. midget than you. Jalen Green, Uz. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't even. Uh, but yeah, this is the point. This is you probably get blocked for saying that the Knicks would ever start a lineup. There like we that. go. And All sport barely, facts. Yeah, okay. barely a playing team. So that is that NBA draft Thursday night. I will be there in my Kyrie Irving Knicks jersey. Eagleson, final thoughts. All I'm thinking about is you doing that crate challenge. That's all in my mind. Okay. All right, I'm in your head. All right, Abe, final thoughts? Let's have a kick-ass weekend. Good vibes. All right. We're going to, I'm going to Nashville. Yeehaw. Kyrie, Yeehaw. KD, and Zion will be New York Knicks. That's my guarantee. <laughs> I didn't me, put a timeline on it. Told me 20 bucks for that. I'm just saying. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.